You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the LineStar app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you. Happy Friday, everybody. We got a big slate, a lot to get to, a lot of big names. And, of course, when you talk about big names, you automatically think of Chris Meany. Chris, how the hell are you? Are you on a high still? <laughs> From the whole Toronto experience, I know, you know, it's basketball. It's not quite hockey for you, but still, I mean, you got to be feeling pretty good, right? Yeah, feeling great. I was in the thick of it last night in Toronto. It was a great experience. It's, you know, a great moment for the city, for the country. Uh, You know, happy for all the Raptor fans out there. I am not a Raptors fan, but I I was soaking up all the purple Kool-Aid throughout this playoff run. And, you know, it, it was amazing to watch. Just an amazing That's story, Dazzleberry, really. By the way, I think purple. I believe <laughs> yeah. Dazzleberry is the official purple color of Kool Aid. Just Man, for anyone out there Kool-Aid with a question, in a, in a long time, I might have to get some this week. Well, you know, just go Kool-Aid. into your pantry and just uh, open up the sugar and just pour it down your throat with a glass of water because it's pretty much what it is. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. About, yeah, you're you're not wrong. I mean, it's, it's really not. It's like really, you know, I I can't imagine Kool Aid is very, you know, like it's just not good. It's just it's not good. The for kids you are at not all. drinking Kool Aid in the Pizza Pia house, eh? No, they're not. No, no they probably not. shouldn't Look, be. Well, but you drink lemonade; it's practically the same thing. So in the summertime, I let them have do like the lemonade mix, but that too, it's pretty much the same thing. Here it is. Here's a pack of the sugar down your throat, but whatever i mean yeah. it's it's fine it's a it's summer they're running around and doing more anyway so it's okay. that's right yeah so i mean such a cool yeah. story like masayu jerry traded the franchise player away into marta rosen for one year of Kawhi Leonard. he traded a fan favorite in Jonas valanciunas he fired the coach of the year in Dwayne casey and here they are nba champions today so it's a pretty cool moment for the city here you go a couple key injuries too that uh, yep. that always helps Doesn't hurt so- <laughs> yeah in, in Toronto, uh, well, I heard somebody. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, here, here's a question. In Toronto, they don't do any of the stupid rioting and stuff like that, right? They just kind of... No, there was no riots last night. And, yeah, uh, like I said, I was good. in the thick of it uh, last night, right downtown. What does that mean uh, in the thick of it? What does that in mean? In the like? thick of the crowds, man. Like, the crowds were intense. Just people all over the place. I was right in the middle of everything. You know, everyone was just chanting. Everyone was safe. There was a lot of singing last night um you know what the, were they I, singing i like anthems canadian anthems they're singing you know raptor chants like rush songs they have. no like oh no. canada like oh canada <laughs> no rush songs no brian adams tunes Swain, bare naked lady none of that you know it was just <laughs> yeah i can i can see that there's the crowd yeah. there's chris meany with his shirt yeah. off singing you're still the one i run to <laughs> The only one I want you. Yeah, no, none of that, man. But it was again just a good atmosphere for you know the city because it's starving. It's a good sports town. I do sound a little tired. And listen, yeah, I am a little. The voice is a little hoarse, but this is the reason I really like Toronto. I'm from a small town out east. We'll get into baseball in a second. But like to come here to Toronto and being in that sports market, because it is a big sports market. And here I am today talking to you and the lovely people listening here in the Line Star Show on deck. And we're talking baseball. I'm able to do that because Toronto offered that to me as, you know, a sports market 
College of Sports Media. Um, it, it really is a big sports area as much as the Blue Jays are stinking it up right now. And there's the last championship and the Leafs haven't won since 67. But it is a, it is a huge sports market, in my opinion. My dream is to one day you and I be calling baseball games or football games on an alternative broadcast that is just fantasy related where people can watch the games yes. and just go through and like you you're watching a game like in but instead of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman you get me and Chris who are talking about it in the same way but like actually having fun and then yes. actually giving you fantasy information in the same time and and because that's how we all watch things anyway that's my goal that's my dream someday to get to that point i want that to be the thing we'll see if it ever gets there but last question was the shirt on or shirt off no. while you were in the quote unquote thick of it <laughs> Sure was on. Sure was on. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so I'm <laughs> not right. a Raptors fan. I actually like the Mavericks. You know, if the, but if the Mavericks, right. like if I was a Raptors fan last night, man, shirt may have been off. Oh, <laughs> shirt may have been off, and I may have been may have been twirling. Like, I'm not gonna lie, there was definitely oh. some shirts off last night. We'll say. All that. right, let's get at it. It's a new day. Yes, it is. It's Friday, and uh, for those of you who are, I, I got a lot of uh, tweets. I got more than one actually about man, it's Thursday sucks without you guys, and we appreciate that. That's very kind of you. So. Uh, uh, but look, everybody, we need a day yes. to recoup. The slates are usually shorter, so that's what we do. But we'll be back again for the weekend show tomorrow. So big names on the slate today, Chris. You got Scherzer, you've got Garrett Cole, you've got Blake Snell, uh, and you got Giolito. So you've got four big time names. And I- I'll tell you, it's it's certainly going to be a tough night because a night where you have Colorado in play, uh, a night where you have the the Twins at home. It is going to be really tough. So we've got to figure out an approach here, and we're going to start with the game breakdowns. The first one, you got Max Scherzer at home against Robbie Ray. Now he's 11-6 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he is 11-5, so basically the same. Uh, let's start with this one. Obviously, it's a great matchup for Scherzer at home. Robbie Ray, a.k.a. Robbie 5 and 2 thirds, yeah. clearly is not going to outlast Scherzer in this one. If he does, good for him. That's not where I'm betting my money. Uh you know, Cole's the most expensive. Snell is the least expensive. I think you're going to see a lot of Snell tonight as a fade from that top group. But I don't know if that's the right answer per se on the single pitcher site. So we had Verlander coming off a career high, 15 strikeouts. Uh, what are your thoughts on Scherzer, Cole, Giolito? Let's take those three and kind of go with them. And, and we'll get to the other breakdowns as we go. But how are you approaching these big three tonight? Because this is rare where you get three of this bit, this good who have been this good for a couple starts in a row too, and they're all you know over 11k. Yeah, I think you're right. The pivot is is Snell at 10, but up near the top, I think it's Garrett Cole for me up against this Blue Jays roster. I mean, I've been picking on them a lot. Finally, they woke up over the past couple of days in Baltimore, but I mean, I'm not impressed with that. Like it's Baltimore, right? You and I be dinging home runs at Camden Yards against against those Baltimore pitchers. But so that's where I'm going. I, I think it's the safest play and the ownership's going to be high. But again, we've talked about this before. I don't want to get too cute with these pitchers. I want to nail one of them, especially if you're playing over on FanDuel. Garrett Cole is my guy. I mean, the Jays have a league worst average. They strike out a ton in the top five. And Garrett Cole is just booked. He's just going to get double digit Ks. I know that he is. Like, he just seems to do it every single time he goes well, that's out. How and I Scherzer look could at. do it as well, but Arizona's got a better lineup. They, well, they once you go to 11 5 for like these guys, well, once you go to 11 5 for, you know, 11 4 for Giolito or uh, all the way to the top at 11 6 for Scherzer, like, what's the difference? Like, give me, I agree. I think Cole, if I'm going to go with those big three guys, they're all in a couple hundred dollars. I'll pay the premium for Cole because I think the amount of strikeouts at home against that lineup, that's like that's everything you can want. I think there's the least amount of downside there because, look, the Arizona 
Diamondbacks with Peralta back in that lineup and Marte swinging a hot bat. That's still a respectable team. The Yankees are very respectable too. There's always yep. there's opportunity there. I don't look at the Jays as respectable. Like you said, no. it was it was Baltimore. So I'm with you. If I'm gonna spend up tonight, I'm gonna spend for Cole, and he'll probably be the least owned, would be my yeah. guess. Yeah, I think sometimes that happens with the because he's the most pitcher. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like I feel like the most expensive guy is going to be the least owned in this one. So um, that's that's where I want. Look, I, I don't know how much I want to get involved in the Nationals bats tonight. So I'm going to move on to the next one here, which is Eduardo Rodriguez, who's eight five over on uh, FanDuel on DraftKings. He is a little less expensive. He is only eight K. Now I, I want to make the case for Rodriguez here because Yakabonis. Uh, which I mean, I love that name, Jimmy Yakabonis. Uh, he is going to open, and I think it's going to be Cashner after that. I believe oh is what we're being told. I, I can't keep up with these openers. It's really oh, man, too much. It's actually really tough from a betting standpoint too, because if you try to jump on some early value, I mean that game gets washed because the pitching matchup changes. Like the other day with Edwin Jackson, like I was already in the total for Baltimore. Had the team apply total at four and a half, and that gets voided once once there's a pitching change. It gets voided, so you really have to just. Keep that in the back of your head, maybe wait it out a little bit because obviously you have to make another bet if that happens. And, you know, this is another example. Yeah. And look, I'm going to make an I'm going to make a a stand here, too, that Eduardo Rodriguez, I know he's up and down. I know it's frustrating, but I think against the Orioles that you can handle the walks, you can handle any earned runs. Let's say he gives up four earned runs. Okay, let's say he goes, you know, six innings, maybe he gives up four earned runs and he walks four guys, but he strikes out eight. I think he's going to – or seven or something like that. I think he can get the win, and I think right. that's the whole point. I think the win offsets any of the other issues because I think it's almost a lock for the Red Sox to beat the Orioles tonight. So on a night like tonight where you're looking for – you need a cheap secondary pitcher, he's got to be in play. I'm not saying he's in play across the board, but he's absolutely under consideration. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, you're dead on. He he is for sure. I mean, the Red Sox are minus 222 road favorites. So that just goes to show Vegas is really feeling, you know, what you're saying. The Red Sox are going to be able to pull out the win here. And you look at Baltimore overall, don't strike at a ton, but they have the seventh highest strikeout rate against left-handed pitching. So it's a good matchup for Eduardo. And we've been talking about him before as a, as a tournament arm. This is what he is. He's a tournament arm. You're right. He may give up a run or two here. He may allow a home run, but he could also, you know, get 8K over six innings, and that's what he did earlier this season right. against Baltimore. So, And that's yeah. all I need. I don't care if he gives up four earned runs. I don't care if he even goes five innings. As long as he strikes out six, seven guys and gets, and gets the W, that's good enough. It's fine. Like Whatever else he does, give me six, give me half a dozen strikeouts in a W, and that's a good return on investment. Again, this is not a FanDuel play. This is a DK it's play. It's a DK, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a DK secondary pitcher play. Now, here's the question, too. Uh, it's tough to get guys in this lineup but benintendi on fanduel is three seven d versus three nine those are the two that i would take and i would fade the rest of them how about you chris yeah same thing i mean if you're in tournaments and you're looking for maybe you're looking at stacks different stacks maybe you want to go bradley chavis i mean two seven three one there's potential because of the matchup right i mean we're going to get cashner like you said we're going to get that leaky bullpen so there's an opportunity here for lesser guys like bradley who just hit a home run the other day like chavis who's struggling and nobody's thinking about him to, to go yard. So there's the opportunity there in tournaments. The leaky bullpen sounds like an awesome bar name. <laughs> it actually does. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, where are you guys going? Oh, dude, let's go to the leaky bullpen. Leaky bullpen. Yeah. Drink, the rules, man. It's like it's free. Yeah. It's a great sports Just bar. Just give them out. Yeah. Yeah. The leaky bullpen. Look at that. All right. Uh, Jesse Chavez and Tyler Mall are going to start this one off in Cincinnati. Now, when you're looking for fade offenses, I think you have to talk about Cincinnati here at home. You have to talk about Dietrich, who will be very cheap. 
Um, Suarez, another guy. Like you keep waiting for Suarez to go in a real tear, and it just yeah. hasn't happened. He keeps doing little spurts of things like that. But this is one of those offenses that when they are at home against weak pitching, and even the other side of this game too. Look, if if you're gonna if you're gonna go up to the top of the board, you need some relief in offense. It's hard to find. And I think the Reds and um, the Reds and Rangers is where you can go for a little bit of that. Not a lot, but some, especially in the Puig, uh, Dietrich kind of area. And that, again, it's more of a FanDuel play than a DK. DK is going to be, it's going to be rough tonight. You're going to have to go with some kind of oppo offense tonight if you want to go, because it's going to be really rough with any of those big time pitchers in cash. Yeah, it is. And this is the highest total on the board outside of cores, obviously. So it's at 10. You know, Vegas expects some runs here. I don't blame them. I think there'll be some runs. There's a little bit of value on the FanDuel side. Obviously, we've been talking about that all year. Puig's 2-8. Uh, Dietrich's 2-9. But I mean, Puig at 2-8. Uh, even Suarez at 3-4. Sure, he's in a little bit of a slump. But I like those prices. On the other side, as Drupal Cabrera has been making tons of contact over the past month, he's having a really solid month. He's 3-2. Mazaras three four. I, you know that I, is a or, great value on Cabrera, by the way, Chris. Yeah. Great job pointing that out. I mean, he is really un, he is an unsung major league player. Period. When you look at his career overall, he's had some issues staying on the field. You know, playing 150 games over different spans. But you know what? You look back at this career and you go, man, that is one solid major league player. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's got five multi hit games this month too. So I, he's yeah. There's not much more to say about him. He makes contact. He's in a good spot in the order, driving some runs. And again, you this isn't getting too cute with Puig and Odor. If they both of these guys get in the lineup at those prices, 2829 on a night like tonight on DK, you're trying to find some value there or on FanDuel and tournaments. Like they have power. There's potential to go yard. All right. Now, this next game is really crucial because it's Andrew Heaney, who's been pretty good since he's been back for sure. The strikeouts have definitely been there taking on the Rays and Blake Snell. Now, I do recommend fading on the FanDuel side to get more offense tonight and going down to Blake Snell. We talked about Cole being the guy. If you're going to pay up for one of the big three, Cole's the guy to pay up for. I agree with that. If you're going to pay, you might as well go all in. But Snell, I definitely approve that on the single pitcher for sure. I think that's definitely the way to go. And I think he needs a huge trap tonight because I think you're going to see a lot of contrarian love. I think you'll see in tournaments a high ownership. And considering the way the Angels have handled left-handed pitching this year, I don't love this one, especially Angels on the road in Tampa against Snell. I think this is one where this matchup is really good for Snell. I would take it, and I think the ownership's going to be good, and I also think that Heaney is a trap. Now, I want your take, Mr. Angel, about this one. Yeah, Haney is a trap because he's going up against Snell, and that's that's why he's a trap. I mean, but you race- know, there's going to be a lot of people go, ooh, yeah, they Heaney's will be good. Let's because- go for it. He's eight nine, or he's what? He's eight eight. Yeah. He's either uh, on DK Fandle, basically the same price. For sure. But, and the Rays you know. have the highest strikeout rate against lefties. There's that. I mean, Tyler Skaggs was very popular yesterday in tournaments. Now, he got the win. He did enough, but he still allowed three earned runs, walked a couple, had 5K through five. I mean, that's really not good enough for Skaggs. It may be, but for Haney, if he does have a line like that, it's not really good enough on a night like tonight when there's a ton of aces on the board. So, yeah, Blake Snell, I'm with you. This is the matchup. The Angels don't strike out. Actually, they strike out the fewest against lefties, but it doesn't matter. We, we've been talking about their struggles against lefties. They haven't faced really a lefty like this. They've been they've been struggling well, against arms like Seattle's lefties. You know what ones. I mean? Yeah, yeah. All those Mariner lefties <laughs> have been facing for the last month. It feels like every yeah. time we talk about the Angels, they're facing a lefty <laughs> on the Mariners. For oh, sure, absolutely. God. I think this is like the fifth lefty in their last six starts. It's I mean, crazy. yesterday they had a lefty as well. Um, who they got to, by the way, Shohei Itani with a cycle. Pretty impressive stuff. That Very guy impressive. is an athlete. Wow. Um, 
amazing. But nonetheless, up against a lefty today, you don't love him. But um, yeah, I'm with you. Snell's, Snell's and look, they've been play. better, even better against lefties once Otani came back in the lineup, and that's and that's yeah, understandable. Back next week, so but Marco it, Gonzalez ain't Blake Snell, and Blake Snell at <laughs> no, home. No, no. I'm I'm willing. You know, if this was in, uh, if this was in Anaheim, I might have a different tune about this. But being in that building, I just I I favor Snell here. Now I want to get to this one too because. Uh, Trevor Richards and Stephen Brault. This is the Pirates and the Marlins today. Um, the the Marlins bats, you know, like you, we just said, like, you got to find a, a stack that's off the board. Yeah. Do you think this Marlins stack, I mean, they've they've been hitting the ball better lately. I mean, Yamamoto came up and had that start and they they pounded. Was it Mikola's, right? They pounded oh, they him in the submission. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, too. And they're not super cheap over on DK, but again, on FanDuel, they are Anderson's 2-9. Not that you love Anderson, but Harold Ramirez is 2-9. Castro's 2-6. Garrett Cooper, who's got some pop, is 3-3. I can see some pieces of this offense against Stephen Brawl tonight, you know, with the lefty, where some of these right-handed bats, and there's a ton of them in them, they're all right-handed in the in this batting order, straight down, where I think they're going to put up some numbers here against Brawl. Yeah, I mean, the Marlins actually rank in the top 12, 13 in most categories over the past couple of weeks, including runs and it's average been very quiet. and Woba. It's been a very quiet rise. And then I think that explosion the other night kind of went, oh, yeah, well, look at that, you know? Sure. I mean, righties, yeah, righties a 381 Woba against Brawl, a 473 slugging percentage for the six home runs allowed. So, yeah, he has struggled against right-handed bats. So I think there's an opportunity to, you know, jump on some value there. How about like a 66% hard hit rate? Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you do it. I think you jump on some of the value. Like you kind of need Nobody's that thinking like, about Miami on a night like tonight. No, no one's thinking about Miami. They got a lefty. It's a very heavy right-handed lineup already facing a lefty. That's very hittable. Why not do that with Claric Cole? Like, I'm yeah. just saying like, you, you need to, you got it basically. Like that's kind of the pairing of the night there where I think you got to get and in Vegas is there. feeling you again because Miami, they're favored to win this game. Which they is, should be favored to win this yeah, game. Yeah. And Trevor Richards, he threw 58 changeups in his last start, 58 <laughs> changeups. And he was great against yeah. Atlanta. And I thought about him originally looking on this slate. I just can't get there on DK at nine. Like they're really well, that's giving the him problem. a problem. And I'm glad you brought that up because to me, that was, a, that was one where I went, okay, I really like this matchup. And yeah. I go, maybe Trevor Richards is, is a secondary pitcher tonight no no like he should be like, at, no. he should be at eight he's a thousand dollars more than eduardo rodriguez and then you and go to the next have... matchup and you see steven matz and i know you're not mm, steven matz but this guy has some upside and then you see his price he's seven one it's like yeah whoa. it's not even close like steven matz is gonna be so chalky tonight with Gilito or scherzer or cole on dk it's not even funny and i think it's fine i don't think there's a problem i think he's almost the must if you want to get involved in colorado tonight uh, he's facing Daniel Ponce de Leon, who's 8.4. Can someone explain that to me? <laughs> I, I can't because he's only had one start like this season, I believe. 8.4? Really? Yeah. Really? They're, and they're giving him a lot of respect, too. Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I can't get there. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. No, just I'm not either. It. No. And yeah. the line star app really likes Steven Matz. And I and I think he could be popular as well. But he's a decent contrarian arm for, you know, a second well, he's that secondary he's he's the he's the guy who like what what can i do to reduce you know that <clears throat> that budget number for the average salary left and that's yeah. why it's so useful to have the uh the tool here uh, on the line star app too with the optimizer because you know you can really mix and match and it's so much more efficient too like especially like on a weekend like this where it's father's day and you got like dance recitals and you got all these things going like i got, i got two dance recitals 
I had a thing this morning for um, not my dance, by the way. That's that's later in the summer. <laughs> oh, okay, it's my recital. Yeah. But no, I had I, my daughter had two dance Turned recitals on party. Saturday. I today was like a, a thing at school in the morning for my youngest, and then it's Father's Day, and you're busy as hell. And then the Line Star app is right there. And you can go in there and create a couple of lineups. And it's right there where you go, okay, who's the most cost-effective guy? Boom, boom, boom. Go right down the thing, look at the stacks, and it'd be done. And what would normally take an hour's worth of research is going to be done in probably about 15 minutes. And that's absolutely worth it. And they're dead uh, on with their information. Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. Now, the Mets lineup I'm willing to get behind, too. You got Dominic Smith all of a sudden yeah. now at 2-3. Super cheap in the middle of that order. Jeff McNeil always puts the ball in play. Um, you got Conforto, you got Alonzo. This is another one of those alternative groups tonight where I think they can hit De Leon. And I agree. I don't love Mats, but it's seven one. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna love him. And it's yeah, weird because he's the he is seven eight over on FanDuel. So, you know, he's still super cheap there too. I don't love him on FanDuel, <laughs> but you know, that's right. that's a story for another time. But he's still coming out as a good value on FanDuel, but yeah, that's it's DK is where the value is. Uh, again, the Line Star app likes him a lot. Daily, I'm surprised again with you. You know this pricing, even in the minor, like so he has had the one start. I mean, it was just five innings. Like he allowed a home run, you know, three walks, seven K, sure, whatever. But over the mine in the minors, like 55 innings this year. I mean, he's only he only has 47 strikeouts. He's walked 30. It's a 4.8. I don't get this at nine. all. I don't get this pricing at all. And I'd be targeting him. And I think the Mets yeah. and Marlins right now are looking like two really good alternative offenses and cash games tonight. Yeah. I mean, just enormous. Um, Ryan Carpenter and Adam Plutko, Cleveland Indians, Detroit Tigers. Uh, I say skip it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna go to Jose Ramirez tonight. I'm, I'm are gonna, you? Wow. Yeah, at, at three on Fanduel and uh, on DK, I'm gonna take it at three five, just because it's Carpenter. Really, just diving into Jose Ramirez, and ah, I know he's been bad, but two seventy three average against lefties. He's just not hitting righties at all. One sixty three average. So a lot of his success, and it hasn't been a lot of it actually, but the majority of his success has come against left handed pitching. And I don't believe in Carpenter. He's a high fly ball rate. He's got a forty five percent hard hit rate. I think this is the day where you can see Jose Ramirez. Maybe this weekend in Detroit against this leaky staff i think you can get involved with lindor um, and maybe <laughs> carlos santana all the leakiness we need some adult yeah. diapers with all the leak ramirez going right, yard now. today he's not a home run call but he's going yard all right here's your tournament arm of the night nick pavetta seven nine okay against atlanta now i know this is tough but this is the whole point the whole point is it it's tough <laughs> okay <laughs> it's but his strikeouts have been there Okay, yeah. the strikeouts have been there. He's taken on Max Freed. I think this is a winnable game for them. I know Atlanta's been very good. I know Atlanta walks a lot. I get it. I get everything about this. That's exactly why it's a tournament play tonight. And it's not a single entry tournament play. It's a multi-entry tournament play where you have different lineups and you're going to try different things. But Nick Pavetta on FanDuel tonight at 7-9 has to be in your sphere. And I'll tell you what, on DK, as a secondary pitcher at 8-6, if you don't love Eduardo Rodriguez, to me, this is the other way you go. Yeah, I, you said it. It's it's a, not a single entry, not a cash. It's a multi-entry tournament. He's got some strikeout upside. Yeah, I mean, I just I have so much respect for the Braves lineup. I, I may not go there, but I totally understand. I'm a Pavetta guy, too. So it's been very encouraging his last three outings, especially his last two. Right, He's had 15 innings. He's only allowed one run. He's got 15K. And to top it all off, he's zero walks. I mean, that's the thing that really hurt him at the start of the year. So I can get behind it. All right, and uh, now let's take us to the Chicago White Sox. Lucas Giolito, 11-1 on DK. 
And obviously on FanDuel, he's 11-4, taking on Sabathia and the Yankees. Now, like I said before, I mean, Giolito has been absolutely money. There's no reason not to want Giolito. There's no reason not to play Giolito tonight. I'll pay up a little bit more for Cole. Not saying it's right or wrong or whatever it is. If for some reason you have a lineup and you absolutely love it and you need a couple hundred hours of relief, then fine. Go, go put Giolito in there. Like it's it's not yeah. an issue. It's not a problem. But uh, it, it's, you know, it, there is a little bit more you have to worry about with the Yankees, with Sanchez and Gregorius and Glaber Torres and Aaron Hicks. I mean, it's just a little bit more you have to worry about. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, in fact, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to have a couple of Yankees in tournaments tonight against Giolito because maybe I'm that that one guy that's by himself now, and not fully still. I'm still not fully buying in. Like I think there's going to be some regression from him. Like I'm I'm impressed, but I'm not as impressed when you play Cleveland, Toronto, Toronto, a watered down Houston lineup, KC, Cleveland, KC. Like sure, he's going to have a test tonight against the Yankees, who already lit him up earlier this season. So I, I think it could be contrarian to avoid him and maybe get a couple of Yankee bats in there in Chicago. Yeah, I can understand that. It's, it's certainly up there. And when you're getting a discount, like you are on FanDuel and three, four Torres, yeah, three, give four, me that discount and potential yeah. low ownership. I'm sure. Yeah. It's I'll a good combination there. All right. Aaron Sanchez against Garrett Cole. We already kind of talked about this one. I don't love the Houston lineup. Uh, personally, I just know, you know, I just, there's just not a lot there to, to get excited about. Uh, but uh, I, I think that Garrett Cole will get the job done tonight. Now you got Kyle Gibson at 8-3 on FanDuel, taking on Brad Keller with so much pitching and the secondary guys that we're talking about with K upside. As good as Gibson has been sometimes, I don't love this. Uh, I would love it more if he was 8-3 on DK, but he's not. He's 9-3 no, on DK, and I think that makes him dead to me. Uh, but I do love the Twins offense. I mean, uh, it's hard not to this weekend against the Royals. I think they're going to crush them. Yeah, well, for sure. They have a six. Their team apply total is six. That's pretty high for a team that's not playing in Colorado, right? So Gibson is, I agree, he's too expensive. If you want to go there and cash, you can, because I, I feel like Minnesota will win this game and he'll do enough. But yeah, I shy away as well. But some of these, like Cruz, some of these prices on FanDuel, they haven't fully caught up yet. Cruz is still 3-8. Crone is 3-6. Marwin Gonzalez went yard the other day. He's 3-1. They're going to score some runs, not only in this game, but this weekend. Yeah, oh, 100%. I love the Twins this weekend. And they'll be almost as expensive as the Colorado games, but I don't care. I want I want all the Twins this weekend. It might even be a better play on some of those days, too, especially with Marquez showing up on the weekend in one of them. Uh, Cal Quantrill, Jeff Hoffman. Tonight, tonight, you want to get involved here. Okay, uh, I know Arenado was banged up. He got hit on the hand the other day, so I'm going to shy away from him a little bit because of the price. But David Dahl has been absolutely red hot. Him, Trevor Story, I'm fine with paying for those guys. Um, th- those are like the main two that I'm willing to pay up for. And on the other end of this, too, I know it's a righty-righty, but Fran Mil Reyes brings such enormous power. I want to see him in Colorado, and uh, I can understand some love for him, too. In fact, he is 3-9 on FanDuel, which makes him... I think very appealing by, by opposite and Josh Naylor two, three, four, two. Let's see if that lefty bat plays in Colorado against Jeff Hoffman. I say it does. Yeah, I say it does as well. And for the Padres, you know, Manny Machado, a couple home runs yesterday. Maybe this is the start or you just needed a trip to course. Like usually when you see an opposing team come into Colorado, you know, DK is usually all over it and they are, but on FanDuel there's, there's usually they are all over it. But for San Diego, for a team that's been kind of mediocre this year offensively, I don't feel like they're priced, you know, fairly going in. Like, I, I think there's some value here with the guys that you're mentioning. Like, Manny Machado at 4000 on FanDuel, 
like no disrespect to Tease Jr. is great. Like four, three Manny Machado, Manny Machado should be the most expensive bat in this Padres. hundred percent. And he should be four, 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 five. Like he should be flirting up near, maybe not at four, no. seven, four, six with story, but he should be higher than that. He, so he is a value at four. I'll tell you what, I, in a lot of ways, I actually like the uh, I like the San Diego side because it's, you know, yes. it's almost a thousand dollars or six, six to eight hundred dollars cheaper for yeah. the meat and potatoes of the lineup where you get Machado for three, you know, Fran Mill is five. But still, that's, you know, six hundred less than no one Arenado. <laughs> so I would definitely exactly. be uh, dipping my toe in that water. Marco Gonzalez against Chris Bassett. Uh, this is another one is kind of a hard pass for me. I'm just not in love with it. Although, like we always say, what's the theme you can always stick to? Oh, Cheap man. Oakland Athletics. I don't Davis, get it. Three seven. They're not. They're not getting the respect again. Yeah, they that yeah. series in Tampa. Their team implied totals were three and a half in all the games. I don't understand. They hit them all except for the Charlie Morton outing, and they and they got to two, too late. Five point six team implied total for them. That's one of the highest on the board. Olsen's got four homers in his last five games. Chris Davis is still not priced correctly. Even Olsen lefty lefty matchup, whatever. I mean, you just take that, take that discount. I love Chris Davis and he's going to be a popular play tonight, but you know, he should be, I think you can roll him out there in cash mm. at four, one and same thing on FanDuel at three, seven. Absolutely. All right. Milwaukee, San Fran Davies and Pomeranz. This is another one where it's just kind of a pass. I just don't love this game. I don't love San Fran's ability to score runs and Milwaukee on the road and eh, just against the lefty, even though it's Pomeranz, I don't get super excited for it, especially on a night where I'm looking otherwise. But this next one is super important because it's Kyle Hendricks, who's 10-1 on FanDuel, taking on Rich Hill, who's 9-7 on DK. Hendricks is 9-8. Rich Hill is more expensive at 10-3. I think Rich Hill is another one of these guys where he is in play tonight, especially as a tournament arm on the standalone site on FanDuel. Because at 9-7, Hendricks, by the way, I think this is kind of a trap. You look at this and you go, oh, kind of a tough one. We usually walk away from the 50-50s. But Hendricks on the road this year has got a 480 ERA. And I like Rich Hill's ability to strike out, guys. I think this is a good matchup for him. So I'm actually going to take a stand in this one, and I'm going to go Rich Hill at home at the 9-7. I like it way more on FanDuel than I do on DK. Uh, I think you've got to consider him strongly tonight uh, as a standalone tournament arm, especially with some of these big time guys out there. We got to pay 12,000 for Garrett Cole. Now, what's your take on this one? Are you running away or are you going to come and join me on the Rich Hill side or go the other way with Hendricks? Um, no, I'm not going to go Hendricks. If I was to pick a side, it, it is Hill. And because I agree with everything that you said, I mean, it's, it's mostly strikeout upside and Hendricks just doesn't have it um, as, as Hill does. And Hill has just been, I mean, at home last year, his ERA was was a solid 3-6. I mean, so far this season, he hasn't had a lot of home starts or home innings, rather, but he's 2.25, I mean, over 24 innings. He's just a he's a much better pitcher at home, and you mentioned H- Hendricks on the road. So the splits are right there. I'm, I'm probably, honestly, probably run away. I probably won't have a lot of Hill shares, but I get it, especially from a late standpoint. And just to touch back on Davies, like, if you are looking for the cheap, cheap pitcher, like, he's the one. Like he doesn't have a lot of strikeout upside either, but at six eight, he's he's the guy that you can pair with Cole, or you can pair with Scherzer, or you can pair with Snell if you want to go that way. Because Milwaukee's going to win this game in San Fran, and overall, like like Davies has been, he's been he's been okay. I mean, he's decent. He's got seven Ws because his offense gives him the run support, right? He's got a two point four one ERA, so right. <laughs> he can get the job done in San Fran on the road. 
All right, quick on the betting lines. What do you got, Chris? Uh, yeah, roll through these betting lines. I mean, I think you take the Red Sox by two on the road over Baltimore. You can get on board with Tampa at home against the Angels. I like the over in the Texas and Cincy game. I like Cleveland on the road. I like the Mets at home against St. Louis. I like the Braves at home. Minnesota continue to ride them. I think it's a chance to get on board with the Yankees tonight on the road as dogs. And then we'll wrap it up with Oakland and Milwaukee. All right, that's time now call our shot and i'm going to stick with that mets game that we were just discussing earlier uh, it's steven matt and i'm gonna go with peter alonzo against daniel ponce de leon i think uh he's going to discover pete alonzo's bat and pete alonzo is going to take that uh ball and put it uh, somewhere deep into the stands tonight that's where i'm going so because uh, it's too easy to go into colorado with the san diego game and all that stuff too easy i don't want to do it so pete alonzo is my friday night Home run call. Who you got? Who's going yard, Chris? Fine. I won't go to Manny Machado. You, you know can what? do it. I'm no, just saying you know for what? me, I'm since, not going to do it. Since I gave him some love earlier, I know this one sounds crazy, guys, but just I'm really feeling Jose Ramirez tonight. I, I've been down this road before with him, but I like the matchup against a lefty. I don't love Ryan Carpenter. I like the environment in Detroit, and I don't like their bullpen. So this might be a Jose Ramirez night, guys. All right. There you have it. So you can follow us on Twitter at Linestar app at Joe Pizapia 17 and at Chris Meany. We'll be back again tomorrow for the weekend edition of On Deck. And make sure you download the LineStar app and get using that optimizer and upgrade to the premium product. That'll do it for us. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the On Deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.